Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and live a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your copy of my book, Arise and Shine, check out www.juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. And wow, what a summer so far. At the time of recording, it's July 5th. Um, We just came back from vacation, which was amazing and chaotic and everything that a family of eights vacation should be, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Would you you do that? Like, it's so much effort to go on vacation and it's great there. And then it's so much effort to come home from vacation, like all the laundry and, you know, restocking the household of food. And uh, anyway, that's what we did all day yesterday on the fourth. We did all day, all day. We did laundry. Um, Happy fourth to us. (laughs) But I do hope that you had a wonderful time celebrating the fourth. you know, it's such a, a beautiful time to remember what it is that we can choose to be free from, not just what our country is free from, but what we personally can choose to be free from. We can choose to be free from doubt, delay. We can choose to be free from guilt and shame. You can choose to be free from comparison and lack. You can choose to be free from your limiting beliefs and your anxiety. You can choose to be free from distraction and discouragement. You can choose to be free from all of those things that you've told yourself is the reason you can't reach your next level in business, life, and faith and all of them. We have the ability to choose. That's one thing that I hold most dear from losing my dad to Alzheimer's is that I watched him lose his ability to choose his thoughts. I watched his mind break down and you know, knowing as a believer that God is working all things to good, I desperately was trying to find something good in that whole experience. And that fact alone has been the underlying stream of good that's come out of that experience. That I am so aware of my thoughts and my ability to choose my thoughts because that determines how I feel and that determines the actions that I take, which then gives me the results or lack of results, right? And um, I'm always reminded of that, that choice, that freedom of choice around July 4th. Um, So I hope you had 
a beautiful holiday and you got to celebrate it and see some fireworks. Um, I went to bed early because of all the laundry folding. It actually does make me very tired. <laughs> anyway, um, but I am very excited about what's coming up on the podcast. I'm doing a new series called Ordinary Women Overcoming Extraordinary Circumstances. And I'm going to be featuring um, six different women that I have had the honor and privilege to get to know their story and them as a person. And woo, y'all are in for a treat. It's these women are just amazing. Um, and I'm so excited to bring them to you. You know, as the overcomer strategist, that's kind of the moniker I've I've given myself after uh the years that I've had here recently. Um, that all kind of came about when I wrote my book, Arise and Shine. And just recently, I updated my speaker profile to say overcomer enthusiast. <laughs> um, and it's it's so funny. And y'all are like, oh, you're such a dork. But I am. And it's cool. Um, but I am. I'm an enthusiast about overcoming obstacles. I love that I'm the weird person that sees an obstacle not as a stumbling block, but as a stepping stone. And I didn't used to think that was a gift. <laughs> I used to get really upset, like, oh, another obstacle. But now I'm like, ooh, another obstacle. Hmm. You know, like, ooh, how are we going to turn this one around? Um, and it, it really is a gift. And I thought everybody thought that way. And they just don't. Not everybody thinks that way. And so I'm so grateful that um, everything that I've been through in life, that God has really um, strengthened that skill and that muscle that I have to look at things from a, a unique perspective. And I love that I can offer that to my clients as well. Um, and it, it comes so uh, freely when you're sure of who you are, who you are in Christ. Like that's your identity. I am an overcomer because of who Christ is. And um, when you figure out that about yourself and you really lean into that, girl, it, you're unstoppable. I mean, just the amount of anointing and overflow that comes from walking in that obedience. I mean, think about when you give your kid something, you give your kid a gift and you see them use it to the fullest and just like their world lights up. How much joy you get from seeing your kid do that, fully use to the fullest potential, the gift that you gave them. And that's exactly what God is doing. He's like, here's his gift. And when he sees you take hold of it and like go and cling to him along the way when it gets hard, that's that brings him so much joy. And he rewards that with favor and blessing. Um, so I just want to encourage you to think about that with yourself. Do you know your identity in Christ because of who Christ is? Do you know your solid identity? Uh, it, it plays so much into our story and the different agreements that we've come into over our life, the things that we've grown up with, coming into agreement with, um, 
you know, for the longest time, I was in agreement with the fact that I wasn't good enough. I I had come into agreement with that. I was like, okay, that's what it is. It is what it is. And now that phrase, it is what it is, it drives me nuts. It, oh, y'all, like I have a physical reaction when I hear people say that. Um, because it's like, but why? <laughs> but why? Does it have to be? Um, and I get it because there's there's points that I'm, you know, trying to get my kids to to do something or to um move forward in some way. And they're like, but why, but why, but why? And I'm like, because it is what it is. So I get it. And I understand that that's an area I need to work on, especially since it drives me crazy that I'm turning around and doing it right to my children. Um, but I think it's important for us to be aware of just how much power we do have in the results that we're getting. And it all be, becomes back to our thoughts. It all comes back to our thoughts and our ability to choose one thought over another. But this new series about these overcomers, um, it's just, it's amazing and it's inspiring. And um, one thing that I noticed, the overturning of Roe versus Wade happened when I was on vacation. And um, just scrolling on my social media was really sad. Um, it's sad that pro-life people um, kind of responded in the way that they responded. Not everybody. Um, and then the pro-choice people, it's sad that they feel like they don't have a voice, that they don't feel heard, that it's, it's such a sensitive topic. And this, this podcast episode is not going to be political, my friends. Sure not, not going to do it. But what I realized in looking at both sides, because I do believe in the sanctity of life. And I also believe in being compassionate with people. Not everything is clear. And what I realized in looking at people I loved on both sides, like amazing women, smart, educated, funny believers, just on both sides, just become ugly because of it. It was very sad, but what I realized and just kind of looking at everything was this is why we need Jesus. We're not supposed to have it all figured out. We're not supposed to have the right answer for every situation. What would you need faith for? And I just kept thinking about how often we are influenced and affected by the people we are surrounding ourselves with. Um, 
you know, and I, I think about just in June was swim season, was summer swim season for my kids. And I mean, we're at the pool several hours every day because I was a coordinator of the swim team. Um, I had taken on that role like a crazy woman. Um, but because I was in that atmosphere so much of my day that I started thinking around swim team, like every other area of my life, every other decision I was making was with the mindset of swim team, right? What, what can my kids go and do and not go and do because it'll affect swim team? How do I need to get them private lessons? Because that'll help them swim team. Like every, everything I was thinking about was related to swim team. And I think about the time that I was at volleyball summer camp growing up in high school and I was away for a week and like I lived and breathed volleyball every single day. And so all I wanted to do was volleyball. I wanted to get a college scholarship in volleyball. I wanted to go play at, you know, the best schools and volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. I wanted to get all these training nets and these, everything that would help me become a better volleyball player. Who we choose to surround ourselves with, who we choose to allow to have influence over our lives plays such a role in your thought process. And here I am saying, you know, one of the greatest strengths that we have is the ability to choose one thought over another. But with the caveat of you have to pay attention to what's influencing your thoughts. There's that old saying, garbage in, garbage out, right? Yep. If you eat crappy food, you're going to feel crappy. If you watch crappy things, crappy things are going to come out. I remember um, doing a a one-on-one meeting with one of my salon employees one time, and she was just crying in my office, tears, just huge crocodile tears about um, how it just feels like drama is following her everywhere she goes. And every friendship she has, there's just so much drama and drama, drama, drama. And so as we got into the conversation, I asked her, what do you, what does your day look like? Like, what do you, when you're not here, what are you doing? Well, I'm watching The Bachelor and she named off all these other high drama reality television shows. I'm like that, maybe stop that. You're not doing anything for yourself. You're not, you know, and she was a believer. I'm like, you're not spending any time with the Lord. (laughs) You're not reading the truth. You're just allowing all of this drama to be poured into your life. So of course your brain thinks, okay, this is our default line. Like this is where we operate. We operate on the level of drama. So I'm going to attract all kinds of drama. I'm going to allow that into my life because that's what I'm familiar with. Well, it goes with everything else. Yes, you have the choice to choose one thought over another, but you have to be aware of what's influencing your thinking. And the reason why I'm down this rabbit hole of this conversation on your thought process and what it has to do with the women that you will be hearing from in this new series um, of overcomers is these are the kind of women that we need to be surrounding ourselves with, that we need to be allowing to have influence over our lives. The ones who, who don't agree 
with it is what it is. The ones who look at those stumbling blocks that the world says, here's your stumbling block, here's your obstacle. And they see them as stepping stones. When you surround yourself with women that are a little bit above where you currently are or a good bit higher than where you currently are, you naturally start to increase your own default line. I was just talking to one of my clients about that this morning. You know, you have this default line that you function at and, you know, some call it the internal thermostat. Well, if you're at 80 degrees all the time and you might take a course or hire a coach or go to a sermon and you get filled and you feel motivated and you feel inspired. And so you start to vibrate at that 90 degree mark right? So you start to raise your, your temperature and your frequency and you're operating that higher mark and you're more excited and, and these better things seem to start happening and you seem to start having momentum. But if you haven't spent the time and developed the discipline necessary to support and maintain that higher level, you're always going to default back to that 80 degree mark. Because at some point in your life, everything that, that's happened to you leading up to that point has developed that this is my standard. This is my default line. This is what I have come into agreement and said, I'm, I'm saying that this is acceptable for my life. Even though you might have those moments where you think, oh, I want more. I want this. I want this. I want this. But if you're not doing the things to get there, then you don't really want it, at least not enough to actually change. And there's no judgment, but that's why I work with ambitious women. And I don't just work with anybody because it drives me bananas trying to pull somebody along. I want to work with the woman who wants it and needs support in developing that discipline and holding her accountability and removing her blinders and allowing her to see a version of herself that she's never really seen before and support her in that. It's just like when I was pregnant with the quads and I had my high-risk doctor in the town I was living in tell me to reduce down to two, that there was no way I was going to be able to carry four. And then when I went to Augusta and I had a doctor that believed in me and believed in my babies and actually called them baby babies and not fetuses. I was like, okay, I can do this. Sometimes we just need somebody to believe in us. Sometimes we just need somebody that's been to that higher level, that's living in that higher level, that's vibrating on those higher frequencies to say, hey, you can do this, you know. Here's, here's how. Let me help you. Let me come alongside of you. Sometimes that's all we need. So again, that's why 
I'm bringing you this new series on ordinary women overcoming extraordinary circumstances. Because we're all facing, half-faced, or will face some really hard-ish in our life. So let's take the next six weeks and choose to surround ourselves with those who will call us higher and support us along the way and influence our lives in a way that raises us up. And that's what kingdom community is all about. That's what we're here for. That's what Jesus' community is all about. He doesn't love the one who didn't abort her baby more than he loves the one who did. Do I need to say it again? That's a hard one for people to swallow, but it's true. He wants freedom and love them to experience the same level of freedom and love, period. I want you to know that this is a safe space for you to come and be filled every week, to know that you're not alone, to know that you're not ever going to be judged so that you can be free from guilt and shame. Life is too short to not experience how much Jesus loves you through a group of other women. When you find that, when you allow yourself to be influenced by that, it's such a game changer. There's enough people out in the world that are against you. Come be filled with those who are for you. So make sure that you are subscribed to the Next Level Faith podcast so that you don't miss any episodes coming up because it is going to be a phenomenal series. And hey, if you have a story and you want to be on my podcast, please reach out to me on Instagram at the Julian Kirkland, and I would love to talk to you. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you today. Remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith.